Welcome to For the Culture Podcast, where we and our guests discuss our lived experiences in science. This podcast explores how our work and mere presence impact our culture today. This podcast is an unfiltered conversation and really more of a therapy session where we can vent and um, hopefully the audience can benefit from our experiences. This podcast provides a platform for emerging and current scientists to discuss their development as individuals and community leaders in order to help and improve our culture. Welcome back. We are For the Culture Podcast, uh, live for season three, episode one. My, I am Kofi Kamakush, here with my co-host, Dr. Ian Saunders and Mr. Lawrence McKinney, soon to be Dr. Asher. I need to start calling him doctor from now, uh, Lawrence McKinney. Uh, we are here to discuss uh, just some of our thoughts and experiences regarding home, homecoming season, um, different ways it can be helpful for undergraduates to interact with uh, alumni, um, as well as our experiences as, uh, as alumni ourselves coming from different uh, schools and and going back to home homecoming um, at various places. You know how we how we feel about it. Um, certain benefits that we got gotten out of it. Um, pros pros and cons, of course. Um, so I'm going to let uh, one of my co-hosts take it from there. And again, thank you thank you for joining us for season three, episode one. I'll take it over. Uh, <laughs> so homecoming, yeah, that was a long undergrad. That was a long time ago. Unfortunately, I still remember like it was yesterday, but uh, it was a little bit different than uh, some of my my my, my co-hosts on this show. I didn't go to uh, HBCU or what is known as a historically black college university. I went to uh, PWI, which is an acronym for uh, primarily uh, white institution, a predominantly white institution. So um, for undergrad. Homecoming, I think most schools, homecoming is a pretty big deal, uh, I would assume. But uh, for my school, since we were a pretty competitive team at the time in the AAC, like we were expected to win games. We went there to watch the game, you know, get ranked, get a bowl game, et cetera, and really just hang out with friends, tailgate all day, and uh, have fun. We didn't really pay attention to the marching band because, uh, yeah, it was pretty basic. Nothing, nothing to see there good time to go refill drinks and take a bathroom break uh but yeah homecoming was fun especially like we had all of our games in the uh, Raymond James Stadium which is where the the Bucks play so it's it's nice to have you know all your football games in a in an NFL stadium uh there's some perks to that but yeah homecoming wasn't it, it was cool it wasn't nothing nothing uh you plan your whole week around but um it was tough cuz every time especially in undergrad being a science major you have um exams like right but right after the homecoming game weekend so uh you couldn't stay out too late and party but yeah homecoming was was fun fun for us back in back in undergrad how about you guys uh homecoming was always a pretty interesting time of the year um it's kind of like mid semester mid semester slash like the last little hump of the uh the semester for the year um, for the fall, um, I went to Norfolk State University in uh, Norfolk, Virginia. It's a smaller HBCU, um, so it's always a great experience. I remember my freshman year, 
know, my first time going to a big time HBCU uh, homecoming and it was just crazy. There's a lot of food. There's the game, the tailgate, there's parties. Um, we got the Greek fraternities and sororities. You got the bands. Um, we used to have like a battle of the bands, um, sometimes during homecoming or other football games too. Uh, so that would be either like the day before the game or, you know, like Saturday night after the game. And uh, it could be like three or four different bands in the big um, gym that we had. And uh, that was interesting, really just really cool to see. I was a band kid growing up. Um, so I love that. It's like my favorite thing about going to the games now. Um, I was in the student section. I was in what we call it the Calvary um, at uh, Norfolk State. Um and, you know, doing all the cool stuff in the student section and just enjoying myself. I, I just really appreciate it. Um, but, yeah, I love homecoming season. So, Lawrence, uh, coming from a PWI, um, how was your home homecoming season? For, for, you know, pros and cons. I mean, I guess the pros are uh, food. <laughs> The food, I love. I love a good barbecue. So, like, if you were with the right crew, and they know how to bar, they know how to like you know coordinate. Because I've been, you know, I fluctuate between between groups, and like some groups, you know, they get there. Somebody didn't bring something. Somebody didn't bring that. Nobody brought ice. Like, come on, can we get it? How many times we tailgate? We can't get it together. Other groups, especially when they have like their 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 their, their parents who are uh, alumni. Alumni don't play. They come ready. They come and set up shop on the other side of the field, other side of the parking lot. Yeah, they come. They come ready. Some, some even bring the TVs out, internet, internet, fans, everything, tents. Like they come ready. So I, I I'm here for the barbecue. <laughs> of course, you know, a couple of drinks would be great too. But I think uh, just just the music, this being outside and and laughing, having fun. That's that's probably the best part about homecoming um, that I can remember. Yeah, like I can definitely echo uh, the sentiments on the on the food. Um, like Ian mentioned, you know, all the different campus orgs that come out. You know, the black the Black Greek Letter orgs. You know, the Divine Nine. Shout out to them. Um, you know, uh, so I, I know coming from Morehouse College, it's almost a running joke that we don't go to the football game. You know, because. <laughs> The uh, tailgate is really the highlight of that Saturday afternoon. Um, and that's a credit to the beat to the Divine Nine. They all have tents. It's a credit to, like Lawrence mentioned, the alumni really show out. You know, so there's all of these. Uh, it's really all this legacy, you know, of dating back, going back decades of alumni classes that have all these different tents. Uh, I remember being a freshman, sophomore, and undergrad, and just kind of, and just really being um, in, in, in awe, really, of how well, of how well connected the alumni from Morehouse, Spelman, and, and even Clark, you know, really, really kind of stayed throughout the decades, you know, and it was almost like the older the, the class was, the more interconnected the alumni group was, you know, and so um, that was something that I remember even uh, early on in my undergraduate tenure, you know, really leaving a positive in, in impression on me, you know, because I think we all grew up, particularly me being a kid from inner city, hearing that, oh, Black people always trying to tear each other down, 
We really know how to work together. You know, uh, it's crabs in a, in a barrel. All that's true to an extent. But then when you go to homecoming and you just see a completely different world, you know, and you really see a lot of these myths being debunked <laughs> in, in, in real time, you know, because um, no one's at, at each other still. You know, even with liquor being involved, of course, you know, it's still very much so a um, family environment, you know. Um, and so that's something that has stuck through with me even now, you know, that and that's why homecoming is something I'm, I'm always going to go to, at least at my at my home in, institution because of because I because I saw that legacy early on that, you know, regardless of all of us being in our different cities and our different walks of life. You know, so many people still make a concerted effort to come back home, so to speak. You know, so that's something that really stuck out for me. What are some other uh, uh, benefits that you that that you got from homecoming as a as an undergrad? And then we'll talk about as a alumni. Oh, um, I I had a chance to I guess just take in the experience. I guess that's the biggest thing. Um, but I remember my I think it was my freshman or sophomore year. Um, I was in the Honors College, um, partially why I went to Norfolk State, um, but I was in the uh, actual parade. It was pretty cool. Um, we had, like, for our, the Honors College, we had our own float, um, so we all took a part and came to volunteer to come decorate the floats, and you would see, like, all the different organizations and departments and stuff like that come. So me and all my like friends at the time, the nerds, I guess you would say, <laughs> who were part of the honors college. Uh, we came and worked on the float. And then I actually ended up being in the parade. I was Mr. Honors College uh, my freshman year. So I was riding on the float. So that was really cool. Um, and then also, like you um, had mentioned too, just like being around alumni and, you know, getting to meet people. Um, sometimes your families come. I know for HBCs, that's a big thing too. Um, it's a good time for your family to come visit, um, or either Labor Day weekend, uh, at Norfolk State, we have like a Labor Day classic and we call that our family weekend too. It's kind of like the big kickoff for the football season and all that kind of thing. Um, but that happens in, um, homecoming as well. Like I have friends who had older siblings who, you know, went to the school or like an uncle, aunt, grandma, mom or dad and you get to meet these people and it's a good way to network um so I really enjoyed that and I think just like the whole week <clears throat> what I really liked as a freshman was that they dedicated like a whole week to just different events that would get you know students out outside of your regular crew or you know your regular pattern we had like a big bonfire and DJs would be out there so I'd go on like all night well not all night but for a few hours and then the band would actually come out perform too so that was just like a, a big thing and then um, we had like a homecoming dance um, sponsored on campus trying to keep it safe you know so students don't have to wander off campus to kind of enjoy themselves um, but that was just like crazy, you know, <laughs> just just a great experience overall, um, something I definitely miss. And I will look forward to going back as I become an older adult and hopefully taking my kids and maybe they'll want to, you know, go to my alma mater or somewhere that has a particular feeling or a similar feeling to that. You know, I completely forgot about the whole week of homecoming. Like, I, it's not just a game, like, you know, a whole week... That was a that was week. If you didn't have food in your fridge, you got fat. 
You got fed that week. <laughs> Hard, to go to, Hard to go to class. Hard to go to class. Some food. Week. There's always food. Uh, the 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 carnivals, the bonfires, the comedy shows, uh, oh, the live concert. Yeah, comedy show, concerts, step shows. Yeah, a bonfire shows. sounds awesome though. Yeah. I never, we never had yeah. a bonfire. Yeah, I want to yeah. go to a bonfire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a big bonfire fire. It was really yeah. Fun. A whole bunch of events, the parades. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us more about the uh, the bonfire? I think all of us have been to the step, you know, the step show, comedy show, concert. Um, but what what uh, additional events did they have it at uh, your schools? Um, such as the bonfire that you, you know, we, we remember fondly. Uh, yeah, I just remember like watching it from afar because you know, I ain't trying to get too close. <laughs> it was a, it was a it was a big fire, a big big fire, and it, you know it was wood and uh, I think like some old ch- uh, ch- like a lot of just random not random but like kind of random like pieces of, of wood, big pieces, and, and that thing burned for hours hours. And so they had that like towards the end of the night. I think they have like a concert and then there's also a carnival. So there is a section for the bonfire for those that want to, you know, dance around, <laughs> dance, dance around the bonfire. Yeah. Uh, it was a thing. It was a thing. It was unique, especially being a freshman. You're like, this is interesting. You know, every, everything's kind of new as you're a freshman. You just taking it all in. You assume that other other schools did the same thing, but I didn't know that you didn't. Uh, your school may not have had that. Yeah, ours was pretty similar too. I just remember, uh, and I guess like HBCU kids always see this, or you'll see it on Instagram um, during homecoming season, the big swag surf. Uh, you see the whole yep, crowd just yep. like rocking together. And that was when, you know, early, well, I wouldn't say early. That's when the song came out. But yeah, yeah. I was, I was trying not to date myself. I was like, oh, man. But like uh, I went to school, my freshman year was 2010. So, you know, I'm in there and it's like, it's like when I serve. And it's like, ah, it was just a crazy moment with all the upperclassmen and young kids, even though I should have been in my room doing some work. Um, and then, like you said, too, I remember the concerts. Yeah, that was cool. My freshman year, we had, uh, ooh, Jeezy, I want to say. And this is, like, when TM103 came out, I want to say. Oh, wow. That was a good yeah, album, too. Yeah. Wow, that's <laughs> it feels like forever ago. It was. Uh, yeah, and Roscoe Dash, that's what it was. Oh it actually God. was forever wow. ago. Yeah, Roscoe Dash. forever ago. <laughs> and Wale. Yeah, Jeezy, Roscoe Dash, and Wale my freshman year. It was an interesting wow. concert, to say the least. Um, but yeah, <laughs> a funny week, a funny week. Man, I'm dating myself because my freshman year concert um, so I, honestly, the only, I think I only went to the homecoming concert freshman and sophomore year, <laughs> actually. And I, and I can't remember which one it was, but either freshman or sophomore year, we had little, little, uh, Wayne. Um, what? and it was, so that one stuck out to me because he did a explicit song, make a long story short. And this was like they knew what of, who Little Wayne is, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So it was a whole like scandal and controversy. Like, oh my god, I can't believe he he said this, or I can't believe wow. he said that word. Because it was like so. It's a homecoming concert so with Morehouse students and Spelman students, and so I think all of us here know what Little Wayne's music around that time. This was like 2010, 
and I'm sorry, ooh, this is like 20, this, I'm sorry, 2006, before we started using the 20s, before uh, our So it was, it was heavy, heavy, heavy lean, heavy yeah, lean Yeah, this was like uh, 2007, influence. 2008, yeah. And, um, <laughs> was that so Lollipop was days? <laughs> I was about to ask that. No, it was that. a much more explicit song that begins with a, with a P. I think you guys know what oh. I'm talking about. Oh. Doing that in front of Spelman students was like, oh my god! So that was like a whole. Thing. It was filming it. Oh, they were. Everybody had a great time. Had a great time. <laughs> um, and so the next year, I think that was we had Nas and uh, Khalees. So I'm, I'm dating myself. This is back when Khalees was still relevant. <laughs> Y'all had some heavy hitters, man. Yeah. So yeah, those were did. those were two really good concerts, honestly. You know, uh, I, that was something I was always like uh, in college. I didn't pay attention to it, so I got there. Like you would hear what other schools were doing. Like I, you would always hear Howard was having. Uh, I think they had the whole Young Money one year, something like that. Or you're like, oh yeah, uh, A&T has the best homecoming on earth because of this and this and that. Like it gets competitive too. It gets really competitive. It very, very competitive. <laughs> I actually never even went to uh, too many of the concerts or comedy shows during homecoming because as a biology major, they always, it's almost like they did it on purpose, frankly. Like they would always schedule a major exam or a midterm or something or a presentation like that homecoming Friday. (laughs) And so all your peers are out having fun and you're having to grind Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. (laughs) And Friday. Friday. Yeah. And so, Friday morning. <laughs> it had lab at 8 a.m. You had oh, right. And you man. had lab the same week, right? <laughs> I have friends who are like skipping class. And I was like, man, this is some crap. Like, I want to go. I want to be out. Or we would have uh, on Fridays, we have like activity hour, which is like uh, during lunchtime from like 12 to 2, they have like this big uh, takeover in the student union. And you got people dancing. They got DJs out there. The fraternities are hopping. And people come to get lunch. So it's just like a lot of stuff going on. And uh, for homecoming, it was always like crazy. You were just like, man, I can't believe I got to go to lab right now. This is crazy. You probably hear it. You probably hear the music in yeah, lab. Yeah, you can like, hear it. The science building wasn't that far from <laughs> the student union. So we would yeah. be literally in lab class. And you could see like that part, the open part of campus. And people were just like streaming out. And it was just crazy. And I think we had like the BET. Uh, BET used to do like the tours to some of the schools too. Um, and I think one time it fell on homecoming weekend as well. That was, it was just crazy, crazy time. So I had a friend, um, a good friend and a friend of the podcast, uh, who at the time, um, we were taking organic chemistry together and, uh, we were studying really hard. I think this is Orgo, might've been Orgo one or Orgo two. I can't remember which one. And, um, studying really hard, really needed a good grade for this exam everybody's studying so he said we're gonna pull an all-nighter now this friend of mine at the time was really into fitness like he's like our was my trainer for you know pretty much all through undergrad and still kind of trains me a little bit here and there now he was big on taking caffeine pills because he was a stay up all night kind of guy like he would just cram for the last 48 hours before any exam test paper he would do well, smart guy, but that was just his strategy. So somehow, 
I think this is during homecoming season. We had a paper or organic chemistry test, actually. And uh, this might have been like Thursday of homecoming week. He's like, man, we should just, you know, stay up all night. And we're studying. Hits 1130. I'm getting tired. So there's a group of maybe five of us. And he's like, well, I'm about to go pop my caffeine pills about that time. So uh, I decide that, you know, I'm convinced maybe I should try this out and, uh, you know, take this caffeine pill. Because, you know, if he can do it, why can't I? So I need a really good grade on this organic chemistry test. So I stay up. You do not up. endorse taking uh, Yeah, I do not endorse <laughs> taking any supplements, anything of that, that nature. So <laughs> we stay studying together till like maybe 2.30. Um, in the morning, everybody's like, okay, I'm just going to call it a quits. And we're going to go to sleep. So we all go to our suites, I believe, at the time. And uh, <laughs> I go to lay down and I cannot sleep. I'm literally just up staring at the ceiling. I couldn't sleep for anything. Um, worst experience ever because you can feel like your heart uh, beating. So I'm just kind of like, what in the world? This can't be the way I go out. And then I'm thinking about my test and I'm like, over, you know, just overthinking everything because I'm like, okay, well, I'm up, so I might as well study. Long story short, I ended up getting to be on the test, but it was not worth it because I still was wide awake after the test for like the next four hours and I didn't have any classes for the rest oh, of the So it just, yeah, that's one of my failures. And there's no, as they say, there's no shortcuts to success. I definitely agree. There's no shortcuts. No, I, I definitely hear it. I, I had one experience with uh, Adderall in undergrad oh, for like a final. And honestly, it kind of helped me because I definitely pull it all nighter. I was like super focused <laughs> for like the next several hours. Like, I feel like even during the final, I still felt kind of effects of like, you know, just being super locked in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, to your point, I don't really uh condones the word wrong word i don't really su- uh support or engage in the chemical um additives <laughs> anymore that was, it was like a one time thing and like it, it helped me but you know i'm a um pull myself up by my bootstraps kind of person so it's like i don't you know i thought I, I don't really need this i i just need to manage my time better you know, focus more, grind harder, and like I won't really need it. And um, I guess the rest is history because I haven't used it since, <laughs> and um, I've done pretty well for myself. So, um, but it did help me get get through that one final. Uh, so I can definitely relate. <laughs> Lawrence, what are your uh, positive pros from your home homecoming experiences from undergrad? Oh man. PG. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Everybody goes to that one at one time. Just the, I guess it's going to sound cheesy, but like the camaraderie, just like meeting new friends, like just everybody's having a good time and you just, you, you, you meet people and they become friends. Like that's how a lot of people I met kind of just at homecomings or different events. Like we became friends and we're friends to this day because of that. So it was like, you always, if you're out and being active and getting involved, especially me, I was in a lot of organizations. Um, it was a good time to meet people, especially um, on our campus. Like it was, we're very spread out, big, big school, very spread out. But when it came to homecoming, um, 
it was a little, a little segregated a little bit at times, but he kind of just gravitated kind of like the lunch counter, you know, we're not, we kind of self-segregate. We kind of gravitate towards our own, our own uh, people that we're most comfortable with. And of course there's, you know, multicultural groups, but like, you know, the the black student union and, and, and the steppers are, you know, we're all tend to be in the same section. So it's more of a concentrated way to kind of just meet people that you probably don't even see on campus because it's, it's such a big campus. Uh, so that was cool because I got a chance to see, meet a lot of people and just hang out with people. I, I, I probably being a science major stuck in my in, in in the library all day. I didn't get a chance to meet because I don't hang out in the in the social science building like everybody else or in the uh, in the student union. But uh, yeah, overall, just having fun, not having any particular responsibilities and then going to class and getting good grades. I miss, <laughs> I miss those times. It was a simple time back then. Man, a much, much simpler time. <laughs> much simpler. The hardest thing yeah. was just passing, passing my class. The hardest thing I had to deal with. <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, um, I feel like I can echo that, that, uh, you know, me also having been in a bunch of different campus uh, organization, like pre-alumni association, newspaper, um, honor society, which Ian mentioned, pre-med, you know, back when I thought I was going to be pre-med <laughs> student association. So like, I can definitely relate to you're like in all these different things, student government, <laughs> you know. Um, and so, yeah, to your point, it wasn't homecoming did kind of provide a good opportunity to kind of see the people who I would work, it, work with for those organizations kind of with their hair let down um, and, and in a more social environment, because like you said, you know, for the most part, you know, we're in a science building or in a library. And so uh, as science majors, we are unfortunately kind of sequestered, I feel, from the rest of, of the campus, you know, unless you're really active in, in campus organizations or in your dorm life, you know. Um, and so, yeah, that so homecoming definitely did provide that opportunity to, you know, uh, talk to talk to, to individuals from other schools as well as my own, you know, who had different majors uh, as, as well as my major, you know, because even I'm not sure how it was at uh, uh, you guys in schools, but, you know, even at Morehouse where we have Spelman right there, Clark Atlanta right there, I feel like our, at least at, at that time, things might be a bit different now, actually, but our Morehouse College biology department was very much so, you know, its own house and kind of to itself. And so I don't remember really doing too much with like Spelman biology majors or Clark Atlanta biology majors, unless I was taking courses over there or they were taking courses at uh, my school, Morehouse College at that time. Um, and so, yeah, I can also echo that, you know, even just uh, within my within my same major, homecoming provided a good opportunity to again, see Spelman students who are always in the library or always in their science building, you know, Clark Atlanta students who are always in their library in their science building. Um, and so, yeah, you know, I, I, I wish I had used it more as a networking tool when I was an undergrad. I was just gung-ho about just having fun during homecoming, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hanging out with my friends. And I feel <laughs> like uh, to um, segue into the homecoming experience as a as a alumnus of Morehouse College, I feel like now I kind of use it more as a networking 
tool um, than I ever did when I was an undergrad. I mean, obviously we have fun too, but you know, we're, we're, we're very conscious and, 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 and cognizant of how we present ourselves, um, you know, to old friends, new friends, people who don't even know us. And so it's, it's interesting the way, um, the way I experienced homecoming now is very different in a lot of ways than when I was an undergraduate. And what do you guys, uh, I'll, I'll start with Ian. What do you, how, how do you experience homecoming now? Assuming you've, you, you've gone back or I think you mentioned you, you plan to go back, you know, with your family, et cetera. You know, how do you experience homecoming as a, as a alumni now compared to your experiences as an undergraduate? Oh, first, um, I was going to say, man, I think your experience is uh, pretty unique, too, because of the way that, you know, that structure is set up in the AUC, um, especially with Morehouse and Spelman, you know, pretty much sharing like that area. And like you said, I, I never really put that into account, how that may, you know, come together and how does that really feel, too? You know, I always wonder. I think people always wonder, too, naturally, like. Do you guys have classes that you share to with each other, like you know, with the science departments and stuff like that? So I'm glad you spoke on that. Um, but yeah, uh, I haven't been back since I graduated, and I feel super bad about that. Um, but I haven't been back since I graduated. Um, but uh, you know, coming to Morehouse, I had a chance to, you know, have a second home um during the interim. And I guess like we spoke about earlier, uh, right after I left undergrad, I went straight to grad school. So I was a PhD student at the time, you know, and I was seeing like on Instagram all my friends swag surfing and <laughs> getting together <laughs> and having a good time. Um, so it felt like, you know, me and a, another friend at the time, we were both, you know, away from home. We were just like, oh man, we really wanted to go and, you know, miss out, missed out on that opportunity. Um, but I think the interesting thing was we had an opportunity to make, you know, Morehouse like our second um official homecoming or home away from home um so shout out to you and a, a bunch of other people too you know from the area um just taking the time to take us with them and experience Spellhouse. um again i think that's you know very unique too that you guys you know two school two very separate schools sharing, sharing that experience i didn't really know what to expect you know going into that but i did see it as a good networking experience especially as a grad student um we also, uh, as a part of that, our own grad school had our own kind of like homecoming thing. Um, it was not anything like big or crazy by any means, um, but it was an opportunity to meet other med school students or, you know, fellowship a lot more than we traditionally do um, in the grad program at Morehouse. Uh, and then also like, you know, uh, in my spare hobby and gave me the opportunity to DJ like a couple times. So, you know, that helped me. I actually got some parties I DJed for after that, just by, you know, having that exposure. So it was really cool. Um, and of course, as a single man, it was nice to see, you know, all the beautiful brown skinned people, um, not only of Spelman and Clark and any other Georgia tech, uh, all the other schools in Atlanta, Georgia State. No, this Georgia is State. I'll leave you out. Emory, <laughs> uh, not forgetting y'all too. Um, and then also, like, you know, I'm a country boy from Roanoke, Virginia. Um, and coming to Morehouse's home, well, Spellhouse's spell homecoming, you know, I saw celebrities for the first time. Well, we had celebrities coming to Norfolk State, but like, you know, big time celebrities at the time when Future's hot. You know, I saw him at, I think, Spellhouse one time. I saw, um, 
not a Metro Boomin. Uh, who's the light skinned dude that Future used to draw with all the time? It's not Metro Boomin. But man, he's a Morehouse person too. But you know, just seeing celebrities and stuff. Uh, Esco, yes, Esco, DJ Esco. I saw him walking down the street, going into the, uh, going into the crowd, and then you see like other celebrities too, um, that are in the area. So I thought that was like really unique. Um, ended up, you know, <laughs> doing some stuff that I can't talk about on the show. But you know, being in the parking garage and you know you're just enjoying yourself in the moment, and you run into somebody that's an alumni of the School of Medicine from 19, whatever. And, you know, they're asking you about what you want to do when you finish. And, you know, those even those little short talks. Uh, so I benefited a lot, you know, as a grad student. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to going back to my alma mater, so I'm coming. Um, nothing like it, you know, right on the water and uh, having that interesting experience. I'm looking forward to it. I'm tired of seeing all the pictures and not being in there. Uh, so, but I do, you know, I guess the good thing about homecoming too, is that, you know, you can rearrange, you know, your friend groups to make sure you guys meet up, you know, and I, that's something that I do look forward to. And I think you asked me that I spoke on it a little bit earlier, but you know, that's something I look forward to getting older and, you know, transitioning to that part of my life, you know, maybe getting families together and, you know, having a good time, fellas, wives, husbands, all that good stuff. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully having some kids that are actually at the school too. So I can be like, man, be kind of like the Cosby show. I always relate things to that. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I want to go back to Hillman and me and Claire, if I had a Claire Huxley, what would we be? Yeah, ain't nobody swag surf no more. <laughs> right? Ain't nobody swag surf anymore. But, um, but yeah, I would love it. I would love it. Um, but looking forward to it. Definitely looking forward to it. Lawrence, what are you looking forward to or, or not looking forward to as a, a as a uh, um, alumnus um, of your of your in in a situation down in down in Florida? Have you have you been back since for one and then two? you know, um, what are you looking forward to? I think I've been back. I've definitely been back since I became an alumni. It hasn't been for like at least five years lately, but um, I always run into somebody, at least one person that I, you know, I went to undergrad with. So that's always, that's always cool, just randomly seeing somebody. But I have two alma maters, so Morehouse School of Medicine is also my alma mater. So I do uh, plan on going to uh, Spellhouse too. I went, I went one year, my first time, a couple of years ago. I think it was 2019. And uh, it was cool, a cool experience. I felt like a freshman. Just, you know, not knowing nobody, but everything looks so cool. And you could, all the old heads are... You know, the gator boots on, you know, everybody, everybody's having a good time, but like, you know, they came, they came ready. Like that outfit was laid out last night, you know, and everybody's having a good time. And I, I just love seeing us just congregate and, and have fun and have some good music, good food, laughs, all that. So um, hopefully I think this year they're doing, they're doing a um, homecoming, right? COVID restrictions are been lifted. Uh, yeah. Uh, so this is the first in-person homecoming this year since okay. uh, since the pandemic. Um, but I can also echo uh, what you were saying, Lawrence. You know, it's always good to. Um, it's crazy how you always see. There's always somebody, really several people who you like. Oh, I had no yeah. idea I was going to see you. Hey, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> right. You know, so it's always cool. Um, 
I don't know. Like I have like my toxic traits. I think nobody likes me. And so, you know, it's always funny going back to homecoming and like people are like so happy to see you. And it's like, oh, I didn't think you liked me. That's <laughs> <laughs> and so I could definitely uh, echo what you yeah. were saying, Lawrence. Um, and uh, also regarding what, what Ian was saying, you know, it's, it's um, uh, I had it and then I lost it. Um, the, the point, the point I was trying to make was that, uh, you know, I, so when I, when, when I had invited Ian, I, I don't, I don't think I had known you that known you yet at that time, Lawrence, um, when I brought Ian over to Morehouse home homecoming, um, that was my first year at Morehouse school of medicine. Um, uh, and so that had actually been the first homecoming that I had been to since, uh, in a good couple of years, at least. And so I could definitely relate to what Ian was saying about how, you know, he he hadn't had the chance to graduate and really go back, you know, for a homecoming as a, a alumnus. I think that was actually one of my first homecomings, uh, coming back as a, a alumnus. And um, you know, it, it was cool to bring, you know, my graduate school PhD friends around, like, you know, look how look how cool my 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 my, my friends are are now. You know. My friends, my friends undergrad are, are, are cool too. <laughs> You know, in their in their own right, um, but yeah, it, it felt like a status symbol for me to kind of bring you guys around. Uh, I saw a bunch of people who you know I hadn't seen in little literally years. Um, so that was yeah. you know male male and female, you know. So that was cool, you know, just to really see how differently people responded to me as like this up and coming graduate graduate student at this uh, prestigious school. And just the kind of respect that I got, to be honest, um, that not 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 to say that anyone disrespected me as an undergrad, because that wouldn't wouldn't happen. I wouldn't put up with that. But it was interesting to see. Um, I think that as men, we we talk about the attention that we get from women a lot, but it was it was more reaffirming for me to see the respect that I got from other men, you know, who who knew me when I was uh, you know, little little tyke. Uh, as a as an undergraduate student and then seeing me you know a few years later as a as a graduate student you know who was doing different things and just seeing the way people um you know almost look, look looked up to me uh and so that that really stuck out to me as a as a, a, a alumni coming back um uh to my to my home in a institution it really kind of reminded me of when I've gone back to my to my high school you know as a undergraduate you know student and now as a as a graduate student you know and the you know respect that you get once you've once you've gone out in the in the world so to speak and you know shown and shown and proven what what you can do you know given the opportunity um so i think that that uh that a meme that that circulates around around homecoming time. Like I'm trying to get like you. I'm, I'm trying to get like you. I'm trying to get like you. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you know, it was definitely one of those experiences. And that's something that I look that, that I look I look forward to. You know about about home, homecoming. So yeah, I saw a, a meme the other day that was like uh, this guy was with his girl at homecoming, and this dude walks up to him, has a whole conversation with him. And leaves, and she was like, "You don't even know who that was." And he was like, "You right? I ain't know who that was. Like, I don't know his name, but I know his face." And you have a whole—I've had that awkward situation several times before. But um, but yeah, homecoming is uh 
It's a special place, man. Definitely a special place. So on that note, we're going to wrap up in a second, but make sure that if you have the opportunity, you go to your homecoming as an undergraduate or as a, or as a, uh, a alumni. Um, I know a lot of people didn't actually go to their high school prom, um, which, which, which stuck out to me uh, to find out as an undergraduate. I definitely went to my high school prom, had, had a great time. And so hearing that some people didn't, right, so many people didn't go to their <laughs> high school prom, like I would say, don't make that same mistake in undergrad. You know, if you if you are undergraduate student currently, go go to your events throughout the week. Definitely go to tailgate and you know, whatever your campus is talking about. And I would say definitely balance, as a balance, balance, balance. <laughs> yeah, and as go a, to that alumni, alumni party. Too. Yeah, yeah, party yeah. I'll be hearing about it. You bro. know, bring your bring your bring your friends and your family because you never know how um, they might look look fondly on on your campus uh, experiences. So. And it's oh yeah, it's open to everyone. It's open to everyone. We do everyone. not discriminate um, when it comes to homecoming. Everybody, everybody, as they say in the South, everybody, everybody. So you know how we do with our guests. You give them an opportunity to kind of do the, their shameless plug. Like, how come we don't have? We can't. We should have our own shameless plug, right? <laughs> when we end our episodes. So right. starting today. <laughs> Like, subscribe, hit the Shameless plugs. <laughs> Mine's a little bit more different. By the time this airs, it'll probably be like a, a week since uh, the hurricanes happened. So my shameless plug is to donate where you can support, uh, uh, you know, the country of, of Cuba, the island of Puerto Rico, and also, you know, people in Florida, South Carolina, North Carolina, too, depending on how the storm goes. Um, right now, it's it's heading that way. But, you know, uh, do what you can to support each other, support, pull each other up, uh, check on people, your friends, your alumni friends who live in those states. Uh, just check on them, see how they're doing, if they need anything. So that's my shameless plug. Hey, man, you just stole the thunder for the whole shameless plug spotlight. I'm going to say the same thing. I'm going to say what he said. And you know, <laughs> uh, since it is homecoming season, um, you know, if you're an alumni try to join your alumni associations. Um, a lot of these, and I think Lawrence just hit on that too, and I want to expand on it. Um, a lot of the states, cities um, have other alumni associations as well. So if you can't be necessarily in the same city of your school, more than likely, you know, if you're closer to a bigger city, they have an alumni association that you can join. Um, it'll help you if you're moving or moving to a new place or area, always a good way to get involved. Um, of course, the Staples, uh, United Negro College Fund, um, your local HBCU, uh, they definitely need the dollars. Um, and donate to STEM, donate to the science department. Sometimes in a lot of schools, you know, we're the last ones to get, you know, that, uh, that good help that we need. A lot of students need pipettes and equipment and things of that nature to learn. Um, and even I remember at my school, they had an alumni fund. Um, that was generated to help students like mid-semester with expenses they may have not, you know, saw coming um, before. And that could be in books or other things that you need to purchase. So if your school has something like that, make sure you reach out to. Um, and you can always donate to the Ian Saunders Foundation. We're always <laughs> taking donations. We take cash out, PayPal, um, Zelle, uh, any method, credit, debit, you know, cash, all of that. And our tithe too. So tithe as well. Oh, yeah, I'm done. <laughs>
I love what both of y'all said. Uh, you, and I'm going to piggyback on that. You can donate to the Lawrence McKinney Foundation, the Kofi Cameron Kush Foundation, <laughs> definitely the For the Culture Podcast Foundation. Exactly. You know, uh, yeah. so if we have yes. any corporate, potential corporate sponsors, we are looking for sponsorship. We are like, we can, we can shameless plug your whatever advertisement you would like for us to do. Of course, given that it's uh, public health friendly, that it's uh, bridging health equity gaps friendly. <laughs> so no Magic City? Uh, uh, right, Magic right. City. No, no, no. I don't know. I don't know about that. We have no, to bring on that no, no, no malt liquor sponsorships, you know, but. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, okay. If you don't want them dancing <laughs> all up in your videos. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for joining us. This is season three, episode one, our homecoming episode. And again, donate to all all of the uh, hurricane survivors, hurricane spots. Also, donate to your uh, to your undergraduate schools. Donate to your graduate students, your undergraduate students. You know, uh, could we could we definitely need it? So, thanks for joining us. USF, go Bulls! Peace. Peace. Thanks for listening to For the Culture Podcast with your hosts, Ian, Kofi, and Lawrence. If you're new here, don't forget to click that subscribe button and follow us on social media. Help us grow by liking and sharing this episode with your family and friends. Hey, that's all for this episode. See you next time.